0: Welcome to the Proletarian Contrarian, the leftist podcast dedicated to the reevaluation of all your favorite crappy films. I'm Nick, and I'm Lewis, and um, I think we have our, our highest, our highest ranked uh, guest with us again tonight.
1: I was not until this very moment. <laughs> yes, uh, there were a few people. I was, I was getting a little worried. I think Jose's been on twice. Haley's been yes. on twice. Yeah, uh, I feel like somebody else has, but now I'm three time guest, Lucas.
0: Yes. Yes. That's right. The hat trick right here. And he's wearing a hat too. Oh. <laughs> <holy>. <laughs> yeah, uh, everybody. Uh Lucas is back um for another Spooky October episode. Um and this movie is his pick. Uh so I'll let, I'll let him introduce it, I guess.
1: Okay. Let me uh, let me set the scene by saying uh this movie, uh you know, as Stanley Kubrick was to the moon landing. Uh <laughs> Joe Chappelle and Daniel Farrens are two QAnon and Hollywood sickos. (laughs) That is why Harvey Weinstein and Miramax tanked the theatrical cut of this movie. Uh, They tanked the theatrical cut uh, because they didn't want their secrets to get out, and they turned the movie into a piece of shit. We are talking, of course, about 1995's classic Halloween the Curse of Michael Myers, aka Halloween Six. The Curse of Michael Myers, the producer's cut.
0: Yes, very important. We um, we watched the producer's cut, not the theatrical cut. And there there are quite a few endings that were filmed for this movie. Right? Yeah. yeah, there were quite, quite, quite a
1: few endings filmed. There were quite a few endings written for the movie. Um, <laughs>
0: <laughs> Jesus, it's uh, it's postmodern. It's like um, it's like truth uh in Q, the q and on cult right like it's it's kind of true but like it's it's gone through so many iterations of like reality that you can't even tell up is down down is up cats and dogs living together (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but yeah we're doing um halloween six uh we this is the second halloween movie we've done for the show because we we did oh yeah yeah as soon as
1: that as soon as that halloween three episode came out i i dm'd y'all and said Yes. how upset i was that you didn't have me on to talk about a bunch of movies that i had just recently rewatched
2: during quarantine <laughs> well yeah consider this our mea culpa definitely <laughs> yeah
1: next time you oh, do yeah. a nightmare on elm street episode i'll be sure to to bug oh, you
2: and the, well and as we were just discussing before we hit record there are a plethora of shitty ones uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. so
1: hey well whoa, 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 will happen there's maybe one shitty one, two shitty
2: ones. <laughs> okay, the rest they're <laughs> yeah, gold. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean I like I like one, two, and three. I mean, granted, those are the only th- that I've seen, um, but the, and they I think those are the ones that have the best reception. Yeah. Well, absolutely. no, and then New Nightmare, which yeah. I think is the the last one.
1: Yeah, the last one before. Well, there's Freddy versus
2: Jason as well. Um, right,
1: but that's you know, they're <laughs> it's a slightly confusing canon. As are the uh, you know the Halloween films. Yeah, yeah for sure. Um,
0: and both of those properties seem like a series that they would revive. Um, I mean, if if COVID hadn't hit, like they 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 would have had the Halloween treatment just like Halloween did in 2018. Because mm-hmm. um, I, I know at least Nightmare on Elm Street had the they had the the remake um, with Jackie. Earl Haley, yeah, Jackie yeah, that's right. Two thousand ten, I think. Yeah, that was more of the Rob Zombie Halloween era. Um mm-hmm. I, I could I could easily have seen like those properties kind of go through the same thing. Hot take. That Halloween did. Give yeah. it to and the Jason
2: Aster those films I've never had are
0: recently. Ari Aster
1: starring Ben Ooh. Mendelsohn.
0: Yeah.
1: Ooh. As Freddy.
0: Or Kevin Bacon. That is, Kevin Bacon would be pretty Freddy. good. That's, damn, that's pretty good. Who uh who could be a good uh Jason? does it matter? matter i don't give a, <laughs> I don't give a it's shit a, about the fucking Friday the 13th <laughs> <who> movies <cares? laughs> no jason, was, jason was gonna, lives is fine i was gonna say batista just give him some work Ooh. but you know oh he's got the size He's too like yeah him,
2: um, but that's yeah. the thing right he has to like he doesn't jason doesn't talk
0: he's not interesting he's the, like i said put the mask on him get him a paycheck you know. <laughs> yeah um but yeah, Halloween six, The Curse of Michael Myers, uh released in nineteen ninety five, directed by Joe Chappelle. Uh written, who's by, most Daniel 14- written by Daniel Ferrans, Written by Daniel Let's Not forget him. Nope. Um we only care about directors here, fuck writers. <laughs> 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 or producers or
2: anybody. Fuck them all. <laughs> well this is the producer's cut. We gotta give Oh yeah, actually we, yeah, we, we gotta give Mustafa is... and
1: uh Malik Akkad their due. <laughs>
2: Yeah. Well, I mean, he he gives himself his due by literally the the first words you see on screen are his name and just his name. And then presents comes into focus. And then
1: finally, Halloween. I don't know if it's like that in the theatrical cut. I haven't watched the theatrical cut in a while. but I imagine probably not. Mustafa Kod really, you know, I mean, he's he's basically held the hand of the Halloween series, you know, from the from the very beginning. Right. He's earned it.
0: Mustafa. Yeah, Mustafa Akkad, father of Sargon, <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, appearing in this movie um, is the ever stalwart uh, Donald Pleasance. Um, I think this, and then this next name, I think this was his one of his first credits, Paul Rudd. I think it is, his, introducing, is Paul introducing Paul Rudd. Rudd Paul Stephen Rudd. Paul Stephen, I, Stephen Rudd. Rudd. Yeah. Yes, and um, this is Donald Pleasant's final
2: film, I believe. Ooh, one of his. Yeah, one of his. Yeah. This
1: is yeah. I think yeah. I think the theatrical cut they call him Paul Stephen Rudd, but in the uh, the producers cut, which came out after Paul Rudd got famous, they went back and just changed it to Paul Rudd. If I'm yeah, if I'm not. I mistaken. did some of our
0: I did some of our patented live action research, and um, uh, Pleasance was in two movies after after this one. Oh, okay, uh, posthumously. safe. Yeah. Uh, I don't know about posthumously. It doesn't list it as posthumous. Interesting, Um, okay. Safe Haven and Fatal Frames, and then Paul Rudd. Jesus, he's been in a lot of shit. His first...
1: I think this was his first feature film. It says introducing him, you know?
0: Yeah. He was in, like,
1: like, commercials and stuff before. I think he was in, like, a Super Nintendo commercial or something. Oh, uh, badass. It's, like, pretty famous.
0: Oh, no, he was... uh, Clueless came out the same year. Oh, did it? And it's listed before this Okay.
2: Maybe they just were taking the credit. They're like, fuck it. We're going to put introducing Paul
0: Rudd. I mean, yeah. That, that Suck seems like it, assholes. Thing. Yeah. And yeah, besides that, just a bunch of other TV stuff. Yeah, Clueless um,
1: came out July of 95. This came out in September. Oh, damn.
0: There you go. Big year for Paul Rudd. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, running out of the cast here um, are Marianne Hagen, Mitchell Ryan, Devin Gardner, JC Brandy, Keith Bogart, Kim Darby, bradford english bradford english what a name right incredible (laughs) uh mariah o'brien leo gester janice nicker nickarem um george p wilbur and a michael lerner um george p wilbur and a michael lerner are both credited for michael myers um i know george p wilbur isn't isn't he the the chubby michael myers Yeah, in that in that yeah.
1: beginning. I mean, I think he was getting pretty old. He he played Michael in the the, the previous two films. So, yeah. gotcha. He was probably gotcha. probably getting up there in age. Yeah. Even though Michael is unbelievably only like thirty seven in the context of this film.
0: Yeah, I think Damn. he's only like he's only like eighteen in yeah, the first he's, one.
1: He's, as Doctor Loomis says in uh, Halloween Two, Michael Myers was twenty one. <laughs> <laughs>
0: folks we brought the we brought the expert <laughs> we on did. we did we we really we really fucked up by not having them on for 3 um but we're we're fixing that right now um yeah so this 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 movie was made for 5 million uh it made back 15.1 million on the domestic box office so i don't know that that seems pretty standard for horror movies right like horror movies are kind of known for being cheaper to made make on the cheap yeah yeah mm-hmm. um with i mean obviously with the hope of making back Several times uh, their budgets. Yeah, I mean
1: the first the first Halloween was something like half a million dollars, maybe even less than that, and right. wound up making like sixty million. So,
0: and I think for a long time that was like the most successful. Is it an independent movie, or it's something like
1: it's? Yeah, it's you know categorized it's an as film. One of the most successful independent films of all time. Exa- yeah, exactly. Along um, with like Ninja Turtles the movie.
3: <laughs>
1: Hell yeah! <laughs> I think honestly. I think Ninja Turtles may have broken its record. I would have to do some research on that, but I think Ninja Turtles broke the record.
0: How do you kill that which does not die? You call the Ninja Turtles.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, Um, that's what they did in Secret of the Ooze. Yeah. Oh, true. Shredder died Um, in the first one, and then they had to... (laughs) But that's that's for another episode. That's an Was he awesome. played by yep. like Kevin Nash in the first
2: one? Like at the end, he was he played by Kevin Nash. Yeah, in the, sec- in the second one, when we become is super it shredder. in the second one. Okay. Yep. Yep. Yeah,
3: yeah. And we have uh, the,
0: ha- the Halloween and the Ninja Turtles expert <laughs> has logged on.
3: <laughs>
0: um. But yeah. Uh. Nine percent on the tomato meter, and thirty-seven percent for the audience score, which is kind of exactly what I was expecting.
2: Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. I can't imagine um, people like this movie. Well, I, I mean, I was expecting... But this is for like, the... That's probably for the theatrical, though, I would imagine, yeah. you know. Yes, so. and
0: um, just, like, given what I knew of this movie before going in and then having seen it, I, I could easily see it being single-digit for the critics, and then, like, several times higher, but still very low for mm-hmm. the audience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, uh, it it definitely fits that um, that niche very well. It's right yeah. in the Procon wheelhouse.
2: Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) for (laughs) sure.
0: Lucas, where is this in your ranking?
2: I know the other day you did a ranking of all the uh, (laughs) Halloween films in our group chat, but I have since
1: forgotten. (laughs) Now, I know Nick is, you know, a little averse to, you know, categorizing art like this, but... Uh, who cares? um, Thank you. These movies (laughs) aren't fucking art. You're the guest. (laughs) Who cares about Um, him? I would say, you know, obviously the first one's the best. Um, Slightly hot take in that I think the David Gordon Green 2018 film is the second best. Damn. Okay. Written um, by Danny McBride, written, written by Green and Danny McBride. Um, and then I would probably say the third one, Season of the Witch, is probably my next favorite. Hell yes. Yeah. And then, honestly, I probably would put this at number four. Damn.
0: Um, now that's a hot take. Load? Yeah. <laughs>
1: I mean, the, the producer's cut. The theatrical, theatrical sure, cut would sure. be a little a little bit lower. Um hmm. Then I would probably say number 2 is the next mm-hmm. best. And then after that probably H2O and then the Rob Zombie one and then or I should say the first Rob Zombie one and then number 4 return of Michael Myers and then the Second Rob Zombie one, probably. And then number five, The Revenge of Michael Myers, is a piece of dog shit. Uh, but not <laughs> nearly as bad as Halloween Resurrection. Uh, that is the worst the worst Halloween movie and probably one of the worst movies I've ever seen, period.
2: That's incredible.
0: Because they, I mean, Busta Rhymes uh, does it's, uh, jujitsu, it's, karate moves, and, and they're wearing webcams. It's like the heads. most
1: early 2000s movie of all time. I'm it's excited. so fucking bad
0: that, that I, uh, one's next you realize that right that one's <laughs> that one's your next yeah. on the <laughs> That's true. next. Uh, we'll no. just do a halloween movie every halloween <laughs> i mean there you go like we got it
2: we're covered for the next few years you know it's funny actually i bought halloween resurrection at a goodwill last year and i was like oh we'll, we'll do this <laughs> yeah put this I mean, in my oh, yeah. back pocket i mean i le- i feel like the the whole
1: idea of this podcast is to say nice things about shitty movies but i I cannot find a nice thing to say about halloween resurrection
0: (laughs) oh man yeah
1: well
2: just you'll have to watch it every so often throughout the year until next halloween and yeah Yeah. exactly do the ludovico treatment with uh, (laughs) halloween resurrection
0: um i i am morbidly curious to see the second rob zombie one um because the the first rob zombie one is the first Hollywood movie I ever saw? I saw in theaters. Really, with my friend, with my friend Pete. Yeah, you. So you hadn't um, even seen the John Carpenter original.
2: Like I knew what it was, sure.
0: but I I hadn't. No, I didn't. I never. I didn't sit through it from start to finish. Wow. Yeah. Um. But I mean, I quickly after that, I I made time to go out and see the original. Um. But yeah, I, the the second Rob Zombie one I've heard, it's like it gets like super surreal. Like Michael sees his dead mother. It's
1: incredibly bizarre, and it's like I don't know. Yeah. There's, it's it, it's like a lot of Rob Zombie's films in that like there's cool stuff in it, and like it's fun to observe a guy just like being really weird. Um, right. But like right. yeah, it's just not not very good. It did help me sort of uh, gain a deeper appreciation for Twin Peaks season three though um there's like an, a oh, little yes. epigraph at the nice. beginning about
0: a white horse so i was like
1: oh yeah that that's that's kind of that's kind of like twin peaks cool yes
0: <laughs> yeah i remember they like a white horse is evoked at some point yeah. i don't know whatever often which it, oh um, interesting but back to this one which um starts off similarly odd i think um how does this one start? <laughs> I'm Jesus Christ. By it. Well, like it's, it's so it, uh, well, it's
2: in like a cavernous, uh, you beneath, know, industrial area Grove
1: Sanitarium, I believe. Right. Um, yeah. You know, it's
2: She just gave it away. <laughs> oh shit. She gave Whoops. away the whole movie. Well, it's okay. <laughs> fuck
1: it. Um, you need as much information at the beginning to, you know, make sense of what's going on here. It's but no, it's true it. actually. That's true. <laughs> But yeah, I think that's honestly part of why I actually kind of like it now, is because I know how it ends and I know, you know, sort of the, some of the weirder details. So I'm able to put that into my subsequent viewings and gain yeah, a deeper appreciation sure. for it. Um, but yeah, they they're underneath Smith's Grove, which is the hospital that Michael escaped from in the beginning of the first film. And we right. see Jamie Lloyd, who is the You know, along with Doctor Loomis, the protagonist of Halloween's four and five, she is Laurie Strode, the protagonist from the first film's daughter. Um, But she is now, you know, a a young adult, late late teenager, Um, and she is having a baby beneath Smiths Grove Sanitarium in this weird druidic, uh, you know, cult ritual.
0: Yeah, and this is the first hint of like. That that I got anyway of like this this movie trying to um, tie in some of the more disparate batshit earlier entries like that this seemed like a very deliberate reference to Halloween three yes which, absolutely which um, which the rest of the series considers like the redheaded stepchild yeah. Um but yeah lot, lots of like the Celtic cult imagery right um, mm-hmm. we we kind of. No, we don't get the, we don't get this impression yet like who the father of yeah. her baby is. Yeah, I
1: don't think I don't I can't remember again, I can't I haven't seen the theatrical cut in a while. It may be more explicit in that, but in the producer's cut it's pretty, you know, pretty uh it's implied, but not maybe as heavily right. uh, who the yeah. father is.
0: Yeah. But um so yeah, Jamie Jamie's essentially a prisoner. She um she's impregnated um uh, by someone, she has a baby. And then a random, like, midwife or something, or, like, a doula or whatever, like, helps her escape because she feels guilty. Right. Um, and then they start running and then start the theme song, classic. Um, they're running through the hallways, like, the, the steam tunnels. Um, heavy urban exploration energy in this fight. In <laughs> yeah, it looks, um, it looks pretty cool, you know? It's very yeah. industrial. It's a good set
2: it's a good set and when we see it later too it's yeah it's an interesting set
0: they get a lot of mileage out of it like being wet in uh in misty too like they they splash through puddles on the floor and shit um jamie and her baby escape uh the midwife stays behind um because she doesn't want to leave but then michael shows up and kills her of course the first kill uh very cool kill um He's he confronts the nurse in this in like one of the hallways, and there are these spikes on the walls, like industrial hooks to hang equipment or whatever. And then he just picks her up and pushes her onto the hook, and then or does, onto the
1: spike. Does the classic Michael Myers head tilt from yeah, the head yes, tilt from the first yes, movie? Like that they, that they
0: really great. hammer the head tilt home
1: in this one. Yeah, they, they do. He does it, he, and does then it. does it to yeah. the yeah. other side. And yeah, yep, yeah, yeah. It's like, hey, remember <laughs> this from the first movie? Yeah. <laughs>
0: um jamie escapes she uh gets into a she finds a pickup truck um a random trucker is like what the hell is wrong with you uh but then michael shows up and kills him um jamie drives away she makes it all the way into town like she she makes it into haddonfield
1: yeah like the outskirts of haddonfield the yeah. same the, bus like dep- the same b- f- bus farm that is oh yeah yeah the bus depot sorry i'm getting ahead bus of depot myself. first
0: yeah yeah yeah, yeah. um she they, they do a little cat and mouse thing cuz Michael catches up to her in the bus depot um cuz it has been established Michael knows how to drive <laughs> <in> the, <laughs> so from, from the very beginning he can drive around there was giving yeah. him
1: lessons hint yeah. hint maybe it was uh you know somebody who Whoa, is revealed
3: later in the film damn <laughs> this is why this
2: is why we needed you on this episode this is great i didn't even think about that that's hilarious um, what a weird retcon that is, but yeah. I think it's accurate. You're it, right. That's, <laughs> it fits. Maybe that's
0: that's good. Um, but yeah, uh, Jamie escapes, um, and then Michael chases her again. Uh, she makes it all the way to the farm from Halloween four or five,
1: five I believe. Okay, they go to well, what,
0: the, one of the ones right before yeah. this. So um, it's, you know she's
1: she's been to that farm before and seen Michael Michael killed there. Right. So it's you know thematically resonant.
0: And then this is one of the biggest differences in the cuts because, um, as far as I know, in the theatrical cut, Michael kills her immediately. Yeah, kills her but using,
1: like, some big farm equipment. Sure.
0: Um, but then in the in the version that we we're talking about today, um, he wounds her but fails to finish her off. Yes.
1: Stabs her and then, you know, goes to retrieve the baby from the truck. Uh, but it's just a bunch of paper towels wrapped in a blanket. Right, right. Because she has left the baby in the bathroom where she was hiding from Michael at the bus station.
0: Yes, um, classic classic bait and switch. <laughs> We've seen um, it a million times.
2: Yep. Put the baby someplace, and then the guy thinks the baby's there. Oh, oopsies. Baby's out there, yeah.
0: We should also <laughs> mention um, that this does pl- take place in 1995, and yeah. the events that we just described take place on Halloween Eve. Right. Jump, and then the next day kicks in. It's Halloween Day, um, or morning of Halloween, and we meet our, I think our protagonist of this movie. Um, oh, you know newcomer Paul Rudd.
1: You know something that we we, we glossed over here while you know something pretty important. Uh, hmm. You know while Jamie is running from Michael in the bus depot, she makes a phone call. Oh yeah, to it is important. Uh, radio DJ right. Barry Sims. The man cow stand in, yes, because yes. uh, so <laughs> Hanfield is canonically, you know, outside of Chicago. Yeah, so I like to yeah, think he's that. a man cow. Um, yep. Basically, he's you know, right. calling out for help from <laughs> Doctor Loomis. Uh, as Doctor, you know, we see Doctor Loomis listening to the radio broadcast. We see Tommy Doyle, one of the mm-hmm. characters from the first film, uh, listening to the radio broadcast, and it's you know, it's, it's kind of a cool, cool little technique, you know, a, a neat little yeah. script writing technique to introduce us to all the characters who are going to become important later is just sort um, of Kara is yeah, listening to this yep. too. Mm-hmm. Just see them sort of react to, you know, this, this radio
0: call. I do think it's funny that like Tommy Doyle, Kara Strode and Dr. Loomis, like three very different demographics. are listening to the oh, same. The shark shark. It was, it yeah. was the mid, it was the <laughs> mid nineties. It's, it's, it's like a bunch of different Howard back then. That, it, that would be like a Biden voter. A Marianne voter and a Bernie voter, like, all listening to Chapo oh, yeah. or something. It's, like, it's like Hell, very, very yeah. <laughs> different demographics. Um, but, yeah, no, it is an effective technique. Um, yeah. And all of those characters come into play later, um, especially right now when we, we meet all of them. Yeah. I love
2: when when Kara listening to it though because like for some reason it has to be like this very uh, graphic lingerie sequence. It's not a nudity sequence, <laughs> but like for some reason she has to be like stripping down um, very slowly yeah. during this sequence. Um, well, and of course, be- Paul Rudd is a peeping tom named named Tom.
0: <laughs> yes, yeah, uh, but even from the beginning, these movies have had lots of tna oh yeah Um, yeah the first one has a ton yeah yeah and i I think you could make the argument that for uh, like i would make this argument for the first one like it it fits in thematically because that movie is all all about sex and death Mm -hmm. um and they're all just horny teenagers in the first one yeah yeah i mean it it makes sense within what the characters do too there's way
2: less nudity in this one that's for sure yeah
0: yeah uh, but yeah, so we meet um, the central players. Kara, uh, who is a member of the Strode family, um, they're living in the same house yeah. from the original. The Michael Myers murder house.
2: Yeah. The one in and
1: which she, Michael murdered his, his sister. Right.
0: Um, And she has two parents who hate each other and a younger brother and an older brother, right? No, a son. Uh, uh, Danny's her son. Brother. Or a younger son, brother. Tim is her brother. brother. Yeah. yeah.
2: Tim, who looks like the the Do guy you know in Clueless, Do you know that guy, the guy who plays the skateboard yeah, guy. Yeah, Paul Rudd. No, 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 not Paul Rudd. The, <laughs> the other one. He has a, like a ridiculous name in real
0: life. the the guy The guy Turk from Scrubs. No, <laughs> the
2: skateboard guy.
0: Oh yeah the the guy who dates um yeah who dates Brittany Murphy. Well, who... yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. At the end, Dang it. what's his fucking name? Twink. Yeah, um, you know, no, that's also an amazing name. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Twin Kaplan. What a name. <laughs> Meyer.
1: Oh, yeah. Okay. Also in yep. uh, Nightmare on Elm Street part, what is it, six? Freddy's
2: Dead. Hmm. Oh, nice. Yeah, I have not seen that one. But uh, Keith Bogart, who plays Tim Schrode, Kara's younger brother, looks a lot like Meyer. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But less talented actor. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: Poor man's Breckenmeyer.
2: <laughs> do, do we know who, uh, the father of Danny is? Kara's, Kara's kid. I don't think they say. This is the first movie with her, right? And yeah. the only movie with yeah. that character. Yep. Yeah, I was trying to look it up. I was like, I, Am I missing a ton? Because I was like, Okay, this Jamie character, people know this Jamie character, but I was like, Yeah, is every other character in this movie a known quantity? And no, they're not. Uh, they were all created for this one
0: that that is very strange like a very interesting choice to have a single unwed mother um like with the father completely like not even the movie mm-hmm. and and she's also living at home with her parents at the for the, like 1995 that's a very strange choice i feel
2: yeah
0: it's also um, just a strange choice like for
2: this this you know unwieldy franchise to just like introduce characters like this out of nowhere in your yep. in your sixth entry just be like oh yeah bt dubs you know laurie strode remember her you know oh she's got some cousins they also live in haddonfield well they didn't but then they moved back well like uh, what wait, <laughs> excuse me
0: so, so how how are they related to laurie they're cousins yeah well she okay. kara is a cousin yes so yeah um or john strode it? named yes. after
1: john carpenter uh right
2: is nice. laurie's dad's brother okay okay yeah gotcha
0: so why the fuck would they move into that house <laughs> Weren't well, you he's, he's, they mention it <laughs> oh, i i know i know i know but it just it just <laughs> it, it just seems like tempting fate you know like, <laughs> yeah well yes it's called the movies nicholas <laughs> i know i know i know it's it was the curse of michael myers that caused the uh house in Bubble to, to, bur- to burst to burst yeah 90s. yeah <laughs> And 9-11 and... Um,
2: the Curse of, know, of Michael Myers 9-11. Other things. <laughs> you could connect the dots, I'm sure.
0: Sure. Um, but yeah, come to find out, um, Tommy Doyle, uh, one of the little kids from the very first one that Laurie was babysitting, has grown up, um, and he lives across the street from the house because he, as Lewis said, he's a peeping Tom. He, he keeps tabs on the house. Um, I mean, he was, he always, has he was whole, always peeking
1: like, out of windows in the first one, too, so...
0: You know. Ah. It's in his character. Ooh. That's good. Um, but yeah, he has the whole like uh Charlie from Always Sunny, like the the conspiracy theory the map yes. like the maps and the notes and the diagrams <laughs> in the wall. Yeah, it's great. He also he has, has an A K forty seven on the wall.
1: <laughs> yeah. And he's, I think he's got an N R A sticker somewhere. I'm a yes. member of the N R A and I vote. <laughs> some i mean definite q dale gribble energy going on oh for sure yeah
0: he has like a, a die yuppie scum uh-huh. um sticker on his fridge like he's like
2: yes oh
0: and Im- imagine like like cute adorable 20 year old fresh-faced paul rudd like, <laughs> with this creepy bug-eyed energy um he he has he's good in this movie yeah
1: it's yeah it's a bizarre character but yeah he he plays it well
0: yeah, it it, it could have really gone off the rails if like a, another actor had just like gone crazy with it. Yeah. You know? Like mm-hmm. I,
2: it it could have been so bad. It is definitely his most uncharismatic role though. For, you know, yes. an actor who we all think uh, is charismatic or everybody loves him and they think he doesn't age. Um this is this is like the opposite of all of that. Like he seems oh, yeah. way older. Uh he's a fucking weirdo. And uh yeah, he just he's like he's not cool. He's not funny. Uh-huh. Like, he's sort of funny here and there, but yeah. um yeah, what a what a first role for <laughs> Mr. Paul Steven Rudd.
0: He he's the type of guy that is the only reason he's not in cell is because he's volcel for like some weird esoteric <laughs> reason. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. I buy like that. he thinks it like preserves his essence or something, or like he he corrupts himself by <laughs> by being with like right women who don't deserve him or something. I don't know. Yeah, I like, like
2: Doctor okay. Strange love shit. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um. So yeah, and then Kara's and her brother go to school because like they're in college, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That that was I thought that was interesting because like the, all the Halloweens that I know it revolves around teens in high school mm-hmm. not college um but i mean it, it, it's like a subtle difference but I, th- I think it's it's important important enough a difference that like it affects the way that the characters move around yep. town and yep. shit um so they go uh danny goes to school too he kind of does the in another allusion to the first one he drops his pumpkin because he runs into paul Rudd. <laughs> yes <laughs> um and intercut with all this, uh Doctor Loomis, um, who is now he like lives as a recluse in like his own house. Uh he is met by his his other doctor friend, Doctor Wynn, I yep.
2: believe. Doctor Wynn. Terrence Wynn. yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, who now runs the sanitarium. Yes. Yeah. And he's like, We want you back. You're the you're the best doctor you're the best damn doctor this town has ever seen. We need you back to to Corral Mike like control. No, he. This is after Michael escapes. So he's like, "We need you to help find Michael." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's it. That's why.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we should also mention that Danny hears I was just voices. Mention that. Yeah, um, that's one of the big plot beats of this film so danny strode uh the, the little boy uh just like michael well it's implied that michael heard the same voices that yep. danny hears here and it says kill for him and uh something 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 lucas what is what is the, what do the <laughs> voices say it's
1: you know yeah it's it's that it's you know yeah basically uh trying to get danny to kill his family just like michael killed yeah. his family Yeah,
0: and um i mean the name danny is definitely an allusion to the shining oh yeah right absolutely especially with the voice Mm.
1: i think like i think explicitly uh the writer daniel ferens has said that it's you know it's a it's an homage to the shining as are the names of the the strode parents john and deborah no
0: no, he named it after himself obviously
2: (laughs) (laughs) right um, I will say Deborah Strode kind of dresses like uh Shelley Duvall in The Shining with her like yeah. uh her turtleneck, yeah, yeah. you know. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: Tur- like turtleneck under a sweater. Yep. Yeah,
2: yeah. Yep.
1: That's good. That's good. The Academy Award nominated actress uh Kim Darby.
3: No. Oh, was she nominated her. for. It?
1: She played the little girl in The original True Grit. Like, oh, she
0: did. I think oh,
2: she, sure, she was nominated. Sure. For yes, it. yes,
0: of course. That's cool. Um She's also still alive and has been working as recently as 2017. Huh. So good for her. That's, that's cool. Um, so, yeah, we have all our central players set up. Um, the the big thing, the big, uh, I guess, ticking clock element we have is there's going to be a big party tonight at the college campus. Um, and the, the shock jock guy, what's his name? Barry. Barry, Barry kicks ass. Barry, oh, Barry kicks ass. Barry yeah, kicks the T-shirts <laughs> they have. Yeah, Barry is going to show up. Um, so that's that's why, um, Kara's brother and his girlfriend are all excited. Yeah, and it's you know like it's,
1: it's a it's a party to celebrate. You know, it's it's I believe s- stated explicitly that Haddonfield hasn't celebrated Halloween in several years because of what happened to Jamie Lloyd. You know, in the 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 previous, or you know, the entire town, I guess, in the the previous film. In, um, and
0: that's that's one of the biggest elements of like '90s energy this movie had because yep. it's it's very like
1: satanic panicky sort of
0: yeah yeah but it but it's very much like fight the power like rah rah these these old boomers like they they're so mm-hmm. staid and conservative but we're gonna we're gonna live our live our life and express our like express our artistic spirit yeah but it's like completely devoid of politics it's just like all this very surface level like aesthetic stuff it's like celebrating Halloween, it, it it's so disconnected it's like and <laughs> it's like what apoliticized Gen Xers would protest at the end of history in the nineties. Yeah,
2: absolutely. Yeah.
0: And also we spend no
2: time with those characters too. Like I we really yeah, no significant really. amount of time is spent with Tim or his girlfriend Beth. Is that his girlfriend? Yes. Beth, yeah. Yep. Um we get more at the end we get the guess, opening but not yeah, I mean until until they yep. spoil alert, until they get killed. Uh, we don't spend too much <laughs> time with them <laughs> yeah uh in the in the one uh scene of nudity as well
1: <laughs> yeah That's i mean t- uh tim gets you know one of the one of the best lines in the film uh, extremely 1995 beavis and butthead reference
0: <laughs> we'll save it we'll, we'll get there <laughs> um but yeah the 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 first kill michael makes upon returning to town is um he breaks into the, the the home this road home and he kills uh, the mother, um, pretty pretty well constructed scene yeah um, it's, because it's
1: one of the one of the best scenes in the movie I think
0: yeah because uh she's uh drying like sheets and towels and, and shit um in the backyard so there there's tons of billowing fabric uh, for Michael to hide in um yeah and he just he he's able to kill her and, and drag her body inside with with very little evidence. Yeah. Would would she, she, say, I will say, I did think she her, her death was her, very
2: so. escapable. Like, the way she just, like, trips, and then mm. she fumbles around for maybe her glasses or yeah. something, and then, yeah, Michael comes out from one of the billowing sheets and, and murders her with an axe. I was like, you were you basically escaped him at first, because he chases <laughs> he her through the house. Yeah. And she gets right. out of the house. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And then, you know, oh, my glasses. Uh, and then, no, you're dead. <laughs>
0: You can't escape
1: the curse of Michael Myers. Yeah, yeah. it makes you clumsy.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And also, like, you know, she's older and she's, like, terrified I could i could see it happening yeah i'm I'm quibbling but it was it was kind of funny like up until that moment
2: like i would say like i did i did like a lot from like getting from the basement to you know the second the the first floor of the home and then kind of you know we see michael but she doesn't and finally she sees michael she gets out of the house and then that was their mistake i'm like i get like they wanted the you know the billowing sheets and all that but it was just like you got out like just go like, I don't know. Like, you know where the gate is. In, you know, because, like, she looks at the, the actual fence and she's like, oh, no, there's a fence. It's like, but you, this is your house. You know where the gate
1: is. Well, you see, just as, you know, she spent so much time unable to escape her awful, abusive marriage, she was unable to ultimately escape Michael.
0: And she was trapped by the, the, the symbols of her, of her imposed yeah, office her of domesticity. The of the of the patriarchal uh,
2: laundry society she lives under, laundry and white picket fences. Yep, yep, exactly. Which again ties into some
1: some of the Lynchian themes that Nick pointed out while watching the film.
0: Yeah, um, and that's you know pre- present
1: in the in the original film as
0: well. The series in general, yeah. just I, I had I, Lucas and I watched this together. I was telling him like the Halloween, like the the good Halloween movies, and in, um, in Twin Peaks are have some of the most harrowing and like low-key terrifying um depictions of the horrors of suburbia Mm. um that i can think of um i I think of just like the first time i watched twin peaks it was on my laptop the first year i lived on my own just late at night after work and in this apartment complex and like so many scenes of just like dead living rooms or or, (laughs) or yards just that shit's creepy yeah yeah
2: well, you know, and you see other Lynch films as well. You know, Blue Velvet. I Blue mean, that's yeah. what the whole fucking yeah. movie's about. The, um, right from the first <laughs> shot. The first shot. A, literally
1: right? a white picket fence. Yeah. So and then right. it Confession. goes to show the seedy underbelly
2: yeah. of the literal
0: Confession. underground. You have never seen Blue Velvet. That's what you're about to say. The only Lynch I have seen is all of Twin Peaks, including the movie, um, and Dune. Damn. Yep. <laughs> yeah, you should watch Blue Velvet at least. I yeah. mean, you know, there's
2: Blue some Velvet, you can Rock, probably skip. Lost Highway, but...
1: fucking rules. Lost Highway. Actually, fucking... I've never seen Lost oh, yeah. Highway. Oh, I, I
2: really, I do want to take a look at that. Side um,
1: note, I, you know, uh, <laughs> watching those those videos of that guy doing the Trump impression, talking about like Scooby Doo. Yeah, uh, uh, one of one uh, of my yes. favorite things to imagine is uh, Donald Trump talking about Lost Highway. <laughs> Folks, creepy Robert Blake. How can he be in two places at once? It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Patricia Arquette was always very rude to me. Her bangs her bangs were a mess. It's, it's her bangs were a mess. Should have fi- fired her stylist.
0: He's in two places at once. I can't be in two places at once. That's not scary. That's just, it's weird. It's, it's odd. It's strange. Uh, um... Back, so yeah, back to Halloween Six, um, the Curse of Donald Trump. Um, <laughs> so yeah, th- then Kara finds uh, Danny uh, because he's with he's with Tommy Doyle, right? Because she goes lo- she goes looking for him.
3: Uh,
2: maybe let me recall. Yes, I think. So. I mean, at some point that does happen. So let's say that's next. Uh, <laughs>
0: I think Tommy goes to find her. No, Tommy. Tommy finds the fucking baby. Yeah, we forgot to mention that. Tommy does Tommy find the baby. the baby. Somewhere around he, here. He goes to the bus depot because he was tipped off by Jamie's call to the radio DJ. Yes. Right. He finds the baby. He's like, I got this infant. I'm I'm a creepy and self-fail sign idiot. I don't know how to take care of a baby. <laughs> He brings the baby to the hospital, and he runs into Loomis there. Yes, yes, and that yeah, and um, and then they check on Jamie, Lo- Loomis and Win check on Jamie, um, who's still alive. Only the producers cut, and then we get a glimpse of like her kind of, like fugue state dreams that she's seeing, um, and then this is where we get some flashback content, where it is heavily implied in the producers cut at least that Michael is the father of um the baby whose name i forget steven that Steve's paul steven. Rudd just randomly chooses yeah it's yeah. like for his own middle you name you look like you look like a
2: steven yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah like this is his middle
0: name so yeah it's yeah, great um and then jamie is just killed off like s- like just summarily executed pretty, yeah, pretty um,
1: unceremoniously. but you know she made it yeah. she made it to the second
0: act which is you know not nothing more than more than a the theatrical yeah. cut, at least yeah, yeah um is it, it it's the man in black that kills her right? yes mm-hmm. the same the same man in black that abducted her at the end of the, f- the, the previous at the song. end of
1: the fifth one and you know like i've like i've <laughs> said the, the fifth one is one of the worst of this series and <laughs> that is a large reason why there's just so okay, much gotcha like the you know the the thorn tattoo was randomly just dropped in the fifth one without any explanation the man in black yeah. randomly appears to break Michael out of jail and throw him in a van. You know, doesn't
0: he like shoot up the place with machine guns or something? They like they, the, like, the they blow up station? the
1: hospital and like, <laughs> fucking or I mean, not the hospital, the the jail that they're keeping Michael in. And yeah,
0: yeah, amazing, amazing. The, you know, this feels like a poorly planned out like in anime, <laughs> just like sh. Just like clumsily shoehorning in really obvious foreshadowing <laughs> and like plot points yeah. that are just quickly resolved, like the next yeah. episode. It, it, yeah. Um. So yeah, that th- that's how Jamie dies. Um. Paul Rudd runs into Danny on the street, and then this is when he drops his pumpkin in the in the oh, marsh right. to the mm-hmm. first one. Um, and then Kara finds them, and then they go back to Paul Rudd's creepy unabomber apartment (laughs) yeah
2: he's he lives in a boarding house with uh miss blankenship who what's her role she was in the first one as well she was i don't think she's in the film
1: but she she talks about having babysitted or babysat uh little mikey myers when he was you know just a kid gotcha Um, okay so you know she's implied to have been you know in the films or you know in in Right, uh, you know and involved mm. with the principal characters from the beginning
0: gotcha Acqu- ac- yeah according to wikipedia um miss later that night when tommy goes out to look for loomis mrs blankenship reveals to Kara that she was babysitting michael the night he killed his sister and that danny is hearing a voice that t- telling him to kill just like michael did
2: yeah yeah yeah. that's right she tells that to Kara. cara
0: yeah so yeah um while Tommy Doyle goes out to look for Dr. Loomis, uh Kara and Danny stay back in his apartment um but then Danny, of course starts hearing the voice again uh and he by the time Kara notices what's going on, he's her son is already halfway across the street uh, back at the house um she goes to run out after him um and then they run into and in they run to Michael in the house or no, they don't run to him, but Michael's already in the house. Yeah,
2: Michael's already in the house, and they could see that through the window.
0: And Michael's killing her brother and the girlfriend.
2: Yes. Yes. That's it. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. and that, yeah, that's the whole... Because the party
2: whole... had already... Yeah, the party started. The um, the Halloween party at the college yep. had started. Um, and they had, like, this interview with the man-cow guy on stage. So Tim and Beth had an interview with him on stage and it didn't go great because he's man cow and he starts talking about crotchless panties and, you know, <laughs> blah, like blah, blah, barking and like they, a
1: dog. They resolved to go back to the Myers house that they live in, uh, which Tim had no no idea was Michael Myers's old house. Right. Yes. Um, they learned that, do, you know, do like this, a little, yeah, a little yep. gimmick, uh, you know, to record from the house where all these
2: tragic murders happened. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and of course, you know, as uh man cow is on the phone to his producer in his car, uh, Michael, Michael kills him. Um, and then right. and then Michael goes on to the Myers house uh, to uh, to finish off the rest of the Strode family, which yep. we learn he has to kill all the Strode has that been mentioned before or is this the first film where they talk about bloodlines?
1: They, they basically, um, yeah. So it's, that's a big part of four and five is, you know, he's coming okay. back, coming back for Jamie cause she's his niece. Um, and yeah, trying to, you know, basically finish, finish off all of his family. And then they sort of reference like, Oh, anybody he considers anybody who lives in his house to be his family. Um, so that's why he's killing off the members of the, strode clan because even though right. they're not related to him by blood you know they they still live in his home so he's got to get rid of them
2: gotcha gotcha oh right so the strode family would be is is so but he is actually like jamie's brother isn't that established later or it, no. either before I, when so is she, that like she
1: is Ja she is uh laurie Stroad. or no i laurie laurie, yeah. was adopted by the strodes she was you know i can't remember what her okay. birth name was uh, but you know she was a Myers, and then after Michael killed Judith, she was you know given up for adoption, adopted by the Strodes, and you know that's that's why she has the last name Strode, even though she's related okay. to Michael by blood. Gotcha. Okay. I
0: I know all of that is established. I believe in Halloween 2. Yes. And gotcha. it's it 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 is in the very first Rob Zombie Halloween. Yes. Um, but. If you go off just the original Halloween, there is no relation between them. No. Yes. Yeah. Um. And and that is one of the things maintained in the 2018 soft soft reboot slash mm-hmm. like sequel Lego
1: yeah, sequel. I've yeah. heard people call it.
0: Yeah. And they they um, I know they kind of play with it in that one. They're mm-hmm. like, oh, there have been like urban legends and myths, but like, no, we have no relation. Yep. Gotcha. Cool. Yeah. And, you Interesting. Know, I
1: <laughs> I can uh, <laughs> completely understand why there's confusion because there's like. Five different timelines with this
2: film series. Well, right, yeah. Because it, <laughs> H Halloween H two O resets it, right? So it it wipes out four, five, and six. Four, five, and six, yeah, and three, I guess technically, and, but, and three technically, yeah. right? Yeah, it's <laughs> <That's> fucking wild. <laughs>
0: yeah, they're the, If you just Google, like, listeners at home, if you just Google Halloween timeline, um, it, it's like an interesting looking graph, like the way the the branches, the way they go. It's like there's all the timeline. I think that's what I said too the other night. Yes. That yes, that's a very good uh, analogy. Um although the all the Zelda's timeline's a lot more cleaner on the surface. It yeah. just it it feels a lot more forced. It's like yeah. it doesn't make sense. Yeah, because
1: Zelda's good and the Halloween movies are mostly shitty. <laughs> 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 yes.
2: Um so yeah. Oh god, the, yeah. I'm looking at this graphic. Holy shit. Yeah, this it's, it's paste magazine graphic. Oh my god. Yeah. I'm just. I'm gonna close that out. I don't even want to look at that again. Well, I was gonna say we I'm should. Good. We should
0: tweet it. We'll have to. We'll have to
2: like go oh, we we'll tweet find it. Us, find us. Find us where we are or something. Yeah. It's ridiculous, folks.
0: Um. So yeah, the the brother and the girlfriend are killed, and um, we get we get kind of the urban legend after like, a sex well, scene, well, You know, important yeah. to know. Right. It. Doing it.
2: Get some titties S- and can't have it. that.
0: Yeah. Sex equals death in these movies for sure. Um. And then we get kind of like a little reference to that urban legend of like, oh, the killer is in the house with you right now. Mm -hmm. Uh, Because when Kara calls in to tell tell them to get out, Mm -hmm. and the girlfriend's like, "What? Like, what what the hell's going on?" It's way too
2: late. Michael's already there, stabbing her like twelve times in the back. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we also failed to mention the death of John Strode earlier. Oh God. Before he'd even. I think it might be nighttime at that point, but he comes home after work
0: this is before the party it's starts. before the party so it's like, starts yeah definitely
2: yeah. he comes home uh, from work uh, he's a real estate agent and th- so they say that he's drunk yeah he's drunk um he 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 knew that it was the myers house when he bought it um but he didn't tell anybody else and he bought it from his brother yeah or something yeah his brother yeah.
1: his brother's a real estate agent in the first movie Okay, and that's that's yeah.
2: why Laurie and Tommy
1: even go to the house at all in the first movie is because they're dropping off a, a set of keys.
0: Gotcha. Yeah.
2: Okay, I haven't seen that movie for so long. Um, yeah. So and, he um, he buys it from his brother because no one that, could sell it.
0: Yeah, and that's a point of contention between him and his wife because like he he got it for like a song because right, yeah. no one wanted it, mm-hmm. uh, and his wife's like, you you cheap bastard, you forcing us to live here because your brother couldn't sell it or whatever. Yeah. Mm, and a pretty, a pretty,
1: pretty good scene. I like, uh, mm-hmm. I like that that actress Kim Darby's uh, performance in that that. Yeah, that she's good in this movie. She mm-hmm.
0: is definitely. Um, and the the f- Bradford English he, he he doesn't have a great performance, but he has a he looks the part. He does absolutely. perfectly. Yeah. Uh, and his name Bradford English. <laughs>
2: He looks like a low rent version of Biff from. That's what uh, I said. Back to the future. (laughs) Yep.
0: Yeah. Yep. He looks like Biff. He kind of looks like um, Danny Hudson a little bit. Oh yeah, a little bit. I see that.
1: You said a little bit of Philip Seymour Hoffman in there as well.
0: Yeah, a little. And that's the other thing. Yeah, a little bit of Hoffman. Um. So yeah, the and and yeah, he's killed. He gets electrocuted. I do, I do think it's amazing that Michael puts the bloodstained sheets in the wash. <laughs> <laughs> he cleans He's up, after clean up after himself. You yeah. I mean,
1: it's his house. He's got to keep it clean. It's, yeah, it's,
0: yeah, it's it's really funny. Um, and yeah, Mike, Michael like shoves a crowbar through him into the power box, which electrifies him at the same time. Yeah, and yeah. in the Combo. in the theatrical
1: cut, you know, I think it's a lot more tasteful. In the producer's cut, you just sort of see the lights flickering from the outside. Mm-hmm. But in the theatrical cut, they made like yeah, a, they... a prop,
2: like a special effect that shows his head explode. Yeah, and I noticed Amazing. that in this cut that that's not his head in one of those shots. Uh-huh. There is a prosthetic, yep. Yep. and I was like, yep. okay, when is this prosthetic going yep. to explode? And the, so I actually I wanted <laughs> I want to see the theatrical cut just for that. <laughs> I'll just look it up on YouTube. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. No, it's um. We we don't want taste in the in, the, in this schlock. <laughs> Yeah. We, we do on. not want tasteful come kills. On, we want
1: it was yeah. I think uh, I think my main issue with again ha- having not seen the theatrical cut in a while, um, is more so just the way it's shot. Like it's shot very sort of music video-y with like a lot of weird like Dutch angles and. Uh, you know, like slow Dutch and fast angles. motion, and you know, just yeah, s- stuff I, that looks very dated, stuff you would see in a commercial from the '90s. Yeah, I
2: was reading that that yeah, it had like this MTV quality to it, um, mm-hmm. the theatrical that is, and it was, and I was like, well, it definitely doesn't have that in this this version, <laughs> yeah. the producer's cut. I mean, there's some weird Dutch angles, like in the beginning, there's uh-huh. some shitty Dutch angles. I'm just like, get the fuck out of here with this, like, yeah, no, it's just not needed. But, um. Yeah, no, for the most part, I mean, decent, pretty decent cinematography in this
0: film. Um, before we we get to what happens next in the house, I guess we should just circle back. This 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 recap is so disjointed, but I guess it, it, we're doing it a lot fits. of circling back. <laughs> but it, it it fits it fits for the series and it fits for uh, the weird nature of this movie itself. Um, but when Tommy, Kara, and and Danny are all together in his his bedroom um he he pulls up on his windows 95 pc um the thorn rune and he tells her about the thorn curse oh yep yep which is, uh, annoying, and this is
1: where a lot of what a lot of people don't like and you know i mean yeah. i like the the first film's approach to michael myers that he's you know just the an entity that can't be explained um, yeah. but you know if you're gonna have to explain why michael myers does what he does which is basically what writer daniel Farens was assigned to do um you know i think there's a lot of worse ways that you could do that and you oh know, yeah, it's using using you know yeah. druidic curses and you know ancient ancient celtics uh to tie it into the the third film i think you know i think you could do a lot worse
0: yeah that he he attempted to do um explain michael is explain him explain his motivation explain like what why he does this and he also tied in the red-headed stepchild halloween movie um in one stroke yeah i, I think he's interesting it's efficient it's interesting it's just they uh, they shouldn't have done either of those yeah. things to oh, begin completely with. completely <laughs> <but like>,
2: unnecessary. <laughs> right. I mean, who fucking cares what this, yeah. this character's motivation is? Like, it just—he's a child who killed somebody, and then yeah. you know, just went on to keep the, killing people. It's just—it's—it's—it's a, it's, it's a character in a movie. It created a genre. We don't need to know why he did this thing. Like, we don't need a fucking pathology yeah. for this character.
1: By the sixth, and by the sixth film, it's like you know, <laughs> the wells running a little dry. <laughs> so you gotta, yeah. you gotta add oh, some shit sure. to it. But yeah, I mean, I I like the fact that it's you know. It's not just tying into the third film, but it's also tying into the second film and yeah. to the, you know, the origins of Halloween or Sam Hane as they Sam call Hain. it in, the, in yes. the film, which is oh, yeah. know, Sam, pronounced Sam pronounced Sowen actually. Oh right, that's right. Uh, well, actually, it's pronounced Sow. <laughs> uh, well, they, 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 they never this is anti this is anti Irish racism, and I will not stand for it. <laughs> I will. Um. Well,
2: then you, don't, you must yeah, not they, like the third film then.
0: Uh. <laughs> no, they they call it Sam Hain because of Dr. Sam Loomis. Yeah. Sam's. Mm.
1: Yeah, you know, it's it's cool um, to, you know, tie Michael's motivations to, you know, mm. the origins of Halloween. I think that's, you yeah. know, that's. Uh, yeah. Again, if I would rather they just leave it vague, but, you know, if they have to do it, right. I
2: think that's there are a, worse a, a, d- a decent way There are, way are worse to do things. It. Yeah. yeah. Sure. I did like the title card for the film uh, where it uses the rune, mm-hmm. the the thorn rune as the A in Which Halloween. I believe is only in the producer's cut. Really? I think, yeah, I, uh, I don't think they do that in the theatrical cut. Fuck kind of this theatrical character. version. Jesus Christ. <laughs> like all, you know, although, I mean, it, it has a head exploding, so I guess I'll give it something. But uh, yeah. No, I, I, I was like, oh shit, this movie's going to be good when I saw that. I was like, first of all, we got the producer's name just... <laughs> <laughs> right there, up front, then this cool title,
0: and then I was like, okay, these Dutch angles are a little bit much.
2: It was a roller coaster ride this film for me. I'll tell
0: you that. <laughs> the Thorn Rune looks like um, a lowercase Q rotated ninety degrees. Yeah, <laughs> mm, which is more Q energy for sure. Yeah.
2: It also looks like the the Blu-ray um, logo, oh, not okay.
0: Blu-ray, um, the uh, Bluetooth logo. Yep, yep. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, not the Blu-ray logo, but uh, the the B also, for Bluetooth. Just get rid in of one bla- of the little curve, you know, triangles. In black,
0: like the black Lodge as well. Okay. Yep. But that whole Celtic kind of twisted, pagan, profane, creepy shit. Um, so yeah, th- then this this is when Tommy goes out to look for for Loomis, the brother and boy, the brother and his girlfriend are killed. Um, Danny is walking back towards the house. Uh, He's called by Michael ch- and the
1: the man in black to right. go to the house.
0: Right. Right, um Carrie goes in after him, um they're confronted by Michael uh they escape um she pushes him down the stairs, yeah, 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 she just pushes is him great, um he tries to grab her when he when she steps over him, but she she gets away, and then, um they go back to the boarding house, yeah, they get back to they go back to the house, but then Mrs. Blankenship is revealed to be part of the cult the the thorn cult. Right, because she stole the baby. Because earlier we did, like, they were like, oh, no, where's the baby?
2: But then they got sidetracked by Michael being in the house. Right.
0: Right. And when we say cults, we mean, like, full-on 90s satanic panic wearing demon robes, like look like the, the rogues like, from Resident Evil 4. Yes, yes. Oh, yeah, that's a good, that's actually like a really good touchstone. Um, Or, like, Oblivion, like, Daedric yeah. cultist or no. something. Oh, or, mm. Um, But yeah, I mean, that that little,
1: you know, another really, what I thought was a really good scene was, you know, Mrs. Blankenship's monologue, where she's, you know, she's monologuing and you see the lightning flashing and Michael is out of focus in the background. Yes, yeah. The the strongest, the strongest shots in the entire series is anytime Michael is just sort of
0: in the periphery. Yep, definitely. Um, And also... Someone else who shows up is is dr Wynn yeah um he he leads the cults, yeah. or at least this part of the bum, cult. Bum, bum, oh no, oh yeah. yeah, he's mm-hmm. a man in black, yeah, he's a man in black, and uh presumably Lucas's fan theory uh the Michael's driver's ed teacher so. <laughs> <laughs> hell yes man, yeah and it's it's um, it's funny
1: like during the movie he's wearing you know sort of that duster style you know overcoat. Yep, but in yeah. sort of a khaki color, and you know, then you find out, yes, later in the movie that he's
2: wearing the same coat, he's but in black. Wearing... It's reversible. Yeah. It has, like, <laughs> it's <like> his... <laughs> yeah, he actually he just dresses like the Undertaker, the professional yes, wrestler, like the Undertaker from
1: It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia when he goes skiing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, also, in in the Strode House, um, at the top of the staircase, there's a black coat and black hat. Um kind of in the background whenever whenever Karas run up and down. It's just like nice little foreshadowing yeah. there. Um so yeah, Tommy. Yeah. Oh yeah, because Loomis and Tommy show up and then they're drugged as well and everyone's taken yeah. to Kara
1: jumps out the window to try to escape and uh the yeah, movie kind of jumps the shark. <laughs>
3: yes. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. And then you know it's this, this it's is kind of a
1: weird a weird cut where they like, you know. Again, attempted homage, you can say was was uh, as successful or unsuccessful as you'd like. Uh, but she, you know, falls out the window and her body is out on the, laying out on the lawn. And then, you know, she's gone and she's been taken. And, you know, kind of abruptly, Loomis and Danny come in and are like, oh, what happened? Oh, I think we've been drugged.
3: <laughs> yeah.
0: I think we've been drugged. Um so they all wake up. They're on the sanitarium. Um, Wynn and tries to like convert Loomis into the cults. Yeah, he's like join me, and he does the dark side pitch. <laughs> um, and then how did they escape again? Tommy, Tommy. Well, they're, escapes? they're doing
1: you know they're doing their little druidic ritual down in the right. basement. Uh, they want. More or less to transfer Michael's soul, I guess, you know, this is simplified terms, transfer Michael's soul right. or transfer the curse into Danny uh, by having Danny kill baby Steven. Right. Um,
0: yes, yes, yes.
1: And then Paul Rudd shows up in druid robes and holds Dr. Wynn at knife point or dagger point, as it were. Right. Uh, and yeah, that, that gives them time to escape.
0: They escape, but then Michael shows up, Mm -hmm. and um, and Kara kind of plays on his sympathies for the baby. Mm -hmm. Um, Well, she's like,
2: "This is your baby."
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, well, I mean, she she plays on that, and she turns Michael against the cults. Um, sort of. Yeah. Well, I mean, just like delays him from killing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so they run. They're running through the. They're running through the basement they're running through the pipe steam rooms um they find dr loomis um oh you know i this, I, this
1: I messed it up michael is gonna kill baby steven and uh danny's gonna kill kara that's that's what's going on oh that's right because right. kara's, Cause kara's cause in kara. her her midsummer yeah, i was gonna say she looks like
3: that's
0: it yes it, it's very confusing folks it's like <laughs> The, the, this part is not well edited or the, like the, the continuity and the yeah sequence the th- of events is kind of, the third
1: act is a huge fucking mess. Yeah. Which really is, is like, you know, I think the biggest part where the producers cut falls flat is that, you know, it's worse than the theatrical cut, but you know, this is a rare exception where, you know, a movie could have had 20 minutes added onto it and would have been better
0: yes absolutely Um, because you know they they
1: they throw all these wild you know bug nuts ideas at you and then don't really give you time to let them cook
0: yeah Yeah. it's a lot um to squeeze into what 90 minutes it's yeah it's like just over 90 a little over
2: yeah yeah well the problem is like the first half of the movie is i mean unless much fucking happens the first hour i noted that down i was like nothing happens in this first hour of this movie. Mm -hmm. Um, or at least after maybe the first 15 minutes, there's a good, I mean, a sizable chunk of this movie, nothing happens. And then they're like, like, all "All right, we'll just get like these like five kills done. And then we'll just, you know, speed run to the end of this movie. Um, and it just does not work. It's such an oddly structured film. And I mean, that has to do with all the, just the, you know, the chicanery that happened, all the bullshit, um, that, the, you know producers directors and you know but uh, and, and it, a lot of it was um they did like focus group stuff right yeah i mean uh, talk about you know the 90s here i mean you know fo- those focus groups in the 90s like just could make or break movies not that focus groups didn't exist even in you know like the 40s they did um you know they kind of are always around but um yeah i mean they just they relied heavily on the focus groups in the 90s it seems like In the 80s, I mean, that's where we kind of get the idea of directors' cuts Mm -hmm. because directors just, you know, their movie would be totally changed um, Mm -hmm. in the editing room by a producer.
0: Yeah, it's. um, I think they were trying too hard to recapture the spirit of the original in the first half, like the first two thirds of the movie. And then in the third act, they tried to tie in the rest of the series. Right um in, in, instead of just like s- keeping it simple like the f- first one was or if you want to take the opposite view um instead of trying to like be this culmination of the series um throughout they they kind of just like pack it into the end they they, they try to have it both ways and ve- it's very incon- like totally inconsistent
2: yeah yeah
0: um but i mean we we do get some michael chase scenes here He he's stalking them through the basement through the bowels of the sanitarium um tommy tommy uses magic stones <laughs> magic rune <Runestone>. stones to <laughs> to uh to 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 bind michael in a in a circle like a warding circle he he puts the, he puts the stones in a line and then like michael tries to reach past the stones but he, he can't pass over them um but yeah then then, then the four of them just escape yeah uh, well he mist. says
2: sam hain and then michael freezes mm-hmm
0: Right, he, Tommy Doyle learned magic from playing D anD D alone, alone in his room with his internet, his weird internet friends all these yes. years.
1: Yeah. So Michael casts, or I mean, excuse me, Tommy casts the spell on Michael. Michael can't get through the runes, and then Loomis mm-hmm. shows up, shoots the gate <laughs> so that they can Oh, that's amazing! Get
2: yeah. gets yes. through. Shoots the panel uh, of the gate uh, as the the number pad and uh, it's literally
0: what, it's literally what they do in A New Hope. Like they shoot the control yeah, panels Which right. opens the, the doors. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Like every video game I've ever played, yep. <laughs> if you yeah. don't have the key, just shoot it.
1: <laughs> and then yeah, and then Danny, Tommy, uh, Kara and baby Steven escape in a jeep, and Doctor Loomis goes back down. Into the bowels of the, the sanitarium.
0: And they even say they're like, come with us, and he's like, No, I, I have unfinished business mm-hmm. to yeah. attend to.
2: It's like, what will that be, dude? Like, you know Michael can't die.
0: <laughs> also, why didn't you just shoot him before you left? <laughs> like if you're gonna shoot him, like, right. <laughs> Yeah, he's that. right there. It it's it's it, the the reshoots are palpable at this point. Oh, yeah. Um mm. He goes down to shoot Michael or, or kill him or, or do, confront him. Or God whatever. knows
2: what. I mean, you know I yeah. I, I mean, presumably I guess, presumably kill right? him. He's got a gun, yeah. But that um, gun didn't work previously.
0: <laughs> it's true. Um he pulls off he pulls off uh, Michael's mask, um, and surprise, surprise, it's Dr. Wynn beneath the Michael mask. And then we get theme song kicks back up again. We see the black coat and the black cat walking away. Obviously it's Michael.
1: Dr. Wynn transfers the Mark of Thorn onto yes. Dr. Loomis, which, you know, I yes. think is kind of a cool, yes. you know, thematic shift there in that, you yes. know, in all of the previous movies, Dr. Loomis, his only quest was to destroy Michael, and now he is bound to become Michael's protector. Yes. Right. After yeah. receiving the the Mark of Thorn.
0: Yeah, no, it's... um it's a bold choice and <laughs> from what i from, no, like I'm, I'm I'm, not being like ironic like just and from what i know of the theatrical cut um it just ends with like a cut to black in loomis screen yeah.
1: and like it's ambiguous yeah yeah th- that's trash maybe it's yeah. the shit out of michael with a
2: lead pipe <laughs> That's right, and he like injects him with like a corrosive agent or some dumb shit like that. Yeah, like what the fuck? And they and they find like dead babies,
0: like dead baby parts. Like, honestly, it goes casting a spell is better. (laughs) No, honestly, literally, yeah.
1: Like, you know, the entire film is leading up to that is like you know kind of fantastical and talks about magic runes and curses and stuff, and then for it to switch to just like a straight up action movie with like weird sci-fi shit going on with clones and stuff yeah it's
2: that's ridiculous it's
1: way too abrupt of a tonal shift like say what you will about not liking the fantastical elements but in this producer's cut they at least stay on that track
2: yeah definitely no and i read that about theatrical i was like oh my god producers are like the other producers obviously not this one but true was it the weinsteins it was, was it really it was
1: i don't know if it was them specifically but it was the you know the studio bosses. You know the executive yeah, yeah. producers and whatnot. Right, um, those people fucking idiots. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I just can't imagine. thinking. <laughs> we can? This I mean, we can. We can blame better. the Weinstein's.
2: Yeah, let's just do that. I don't care. they one. One <laughs> of them's in prison, so. Um, um but yeah that's it that's the end of that's, the movie yeah and then my favorite thing about this movie is that the first title card before the credits actually undermines the idea of uh, Dr. Loomis becoming Michael's protector because it is in memory of Donald Pleasance <laughs> yep yeah <laughs> Yeah. Yep. No, yeah I mean, he dies in 1995 <laughs> I would have
1: loved to uh-huh. see you know the the sequel that Daniel Farren's had been planning
2: just where yeah. yeah. Do you know yeah. anything about that? Has he like? Have you watched interviews with him talking he's, about? He's it?
1: talked about you know like ideas that he had had where you know it's it's just an interesting idea to explore. You know, Loomis has spent this entire series being Captain Ahab to Michael's Moby Dick, uh, you know, chasing mm. him down and going crazy in the process, trying to kill him, and then you know, at the last second, shifts to being you know his yeah his protector.
0: Yeah, that um, that Loomis Ahab comparison you made um, while we were watching, I, I really like that. Um, and just Michael as Michael as Moby Dick really emphasizes his 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 elemental nature, yes. right? Like he, he's he's more of a force. He's not he's not a person. Yeah. He's got he's um, white,
1: you know. Our you know his his characteristic color is white, and that's.
2: Mm-hmm. I know. I was Perfect. I was just about to say that. <laughs> Get out! We're, we already had the other. This, is, out. A, this is a take that by my guys. my
1: brother, like sort of brought up to me a few years ago um and yeah we've just been sort of letting that marinate for years now and i've you know i've been wanting to to write a piece or make a video essay or something about it
0: you totally should um and i mean like with why are we trap liver way- what's this podcast lucas huh
1: <laughs> i mean it's it's an it's an auditory medium you know i want to yes. i want to show visuals lewis
2: Pew yeah, pew 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 visuals <laughs> graphics whoa just imagine it folks use your fucking imaginations
0: um but yeah like with with that idea in mind the the way this one ends like essentially flipping the script like thematically that that's how Captain Ahab ends up he's consumed by his obsession and so here is mm-hmm. um,
2: does he say he, he... I'm gonna become the Moby Dick? <laughs> I am gonna become the Halloween. <laughs> this will only be relevant uh, for another week or <laughs> for so, another like two days. It's already it's already, <laughs> yeah. it's already relevant anymore. by the time this airs. Yep, that's true. Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, but yeah, that that's the end of this movie and the end of this particular timeline of the series.
2: Yeah, bravo! Right? It just yeah, H two O just yeah, wipes the next, it all. The next clean. one is yeah, H two O.
0: Damn. Yeah. It's, yeah.
2: And we get Laurie. Laurie returns in that one, right? Yes. Jamie Lee Curtis returns in yep. that. Yeah. She kills him at the end, but then they. The but then in the next film after that, you learn it wasn't him actually. Yeah, incredible. Just, just great. Yeah, uh, yeah. Wild Ay, awesome. I remember when H2O came out, I I was, you know, what I don't know what what year it came out, but I was young and I was like aware of the Halloween franchise. I I hadn't seen any of the films by then, but I used to watch like Entertainment Tonight um, Mm -hmm. and they talked about it. They were interviewing everybody and they were like, yeah, we're bringing back, you know, Laurie Strode, bringing back Jamie Lee Curtis. And then I had seen uh, years later on like AMC, they were doing, you know, a program about halloween and they were talked about like oh yeah this one then she finally kills him because like then another movie hadn't been made yet uh-huh. um but then it's like oh well no another movie is made and it, it, she he actually put a mask on like an emt or somebody something, else and, yeah yeah it's some fucking stupid shit
1: basically did the doc the doctor win treatment
2: <laughs> then, yeah, yeah exactly it's like wow guys yeah that's great
0: i'm sure if we wanted to get really cynical and get a lot of like rage clicks we could do a piece um it could be a companion piece to your ahab thing uh lucas of like how halloween is problematic because it's like the (laughs) anti-psychiatry series (laughs) loomis fails win is an insane cult member um yeah there's that other doctor from the the 2018 one who wants to be yeah he wants to become michael um and i mean fucking uh what's his face um loomis in the in the zombie continuity It's just absolutely batshit. He just a prick who loves money. (laughs) He loves money and he loves buying guns. And he just like he's he's a complete sellout fraud. (laughs) Really? That's Um, that's wild. Yeah, like it's implied that he um, he just leverages Michael's infamy to sell books.
2: Amazing. Yeah,
0: that's great. Um,
2: Yeah, no, we should we should write that for sure. I like that idea. And then we we can we can say that it's actually a Scientology thing. Yeah, they're super anti-psychiatry.
0: Uh, yeah, it's it's Mac- McDowell, Malcolm McDowell, is um, who plays who plays him in the, in the. Zombie ah, that's good casting. Movie. Yeah, no, yeah, for no, yeah, for good. that
1: for that take on
0: Loomis. That's you know, he's yeah, the big, he's the guy you right. want. Mm-hmm. I I would I would rewatch the zombie one and and see the second one. Just the, it has some it, it does have some truly interesting stuff. It's just yeah, it's I think not the second one competent. should have been the
1: end of the first one, like. If you're going to explore, you know, another, another, this is a premise that I kind of reject. If you're going to explore Michael Myers' backstory, make that the whole movie. Yes. The sure. movie The movie yes. ends with him killing his sister and that's it. Yep. And then if you want to make a sequel to it, make it, you know, when he escapes from the, the asylum. Yeah.
0: Right. Yeah, because, because Lewis, like the first half of that movie is like the first five minutes of the original one just stretched out. Oh my god. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, it's it's like Michael is like he grows up in like a white trash family. Like they're drinking and they're throwing they're throwing beer bottles at each other for breakfast and like he's 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 like listening to Screamo and watching wrestling and he goes to school and what the fuck the, the, the kid beats the shit the out of kids, the kid from the, the spy kids. Yeah yeah he beats nice. the shit out of this Juni Junie junie Cortez from the Spy Kids trilogy with a stick. Damn
2: just, just
0: it's crazy. Yeah. Shit. Um, Wow. But um, just to cap off uh, Halloween 6, we do have some workers of note to mention here. Um, Daniel Farrins, uh the writer. Um,
1: yeah, yeah. I'd say he's probably, you know, he probably put the most work into this movie. <laughs> um, he was like a longtime fan of the series. Oh, okay. Um, mm-hmm. And he basically wrote a huge, like, script Bible uh, as kind of a pitch Like, Mustafa Akkad had wanted to make a sixth movie for a while, had seen some drafts that he hated, and then, you know, Daniel Farren's showed his, like, notes to somebody, and then that person set up a meeting with Mustafa Akkad, and he, you know, he had a binder full of weird, you know, complex timelines, mapping out the family trees, research into Celtic runes and rituals and all that shit, Um, and yeah, uh, Akkad was really impressed with how much work he had put into it. Um, and I think he was <clears throat> he was officially hired to write the script in June of 1994, and the film was set to start shooting in October of that year. Um, and yeah, he had basically, you know, a couple months to write the script. He wrote a few drafts, uh, asked the, <laughs> the makers of the previous movies for, you know, any insights into what they were going for with these batshit elements that they had added they were really no help so he had to you know pull together a movie based on you know a whole (laughs) bunch of weird elements um like the thorn tattoo the man in black all that stuff um yeah so we wanted to tie every previous film including the third one uh up and you know expand on some of the elements and yeah um most of the third act of what I dubbed the Weinstein cut, which is the theatrical cut, um, was not (laughs) written by Farrin's. Those were like reshoots and, you know, rewrites. Mm -hmm. Okay, Um, gotcha. But yeah, so that that explains why uh, a lot of the third act of the theatrical cut, the Weinstein cut, feels so disjointed and strange. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, you know, he was, for what he was assigned to, you know, create a mythology and... Uh, explain why michael myers does what michael myers does which is you know kind of antithetical to the entire idea of michael myers um you know he could have could have done a lot worse like he was given given a lot of you know a huge task and you know maybe didn't knock it out of the park but didn't do too bad
0: i think um i think a lot of these movies should have been comics um, a lot of the Michael Myers lineage. Ones. There are
1: a lot of Halloween comics. I haven't really read many of them, but huh, from I what I heard, that. you know, there's a mix. There's a mixed bag. Some of them are are pretty good. Like there's a there's yeah. a story that the you know the, the Undertaker, uh, the guy who runs the, the the graveyard in the first one tells, or like is starting to tell, about a guy who went crazy and killed his family. And I guess there's a they, there's good. like a Halloween prequel comic about him. Oh, um, nice. But yeah, there's, there's, there's a lot of comics that take place in various parts of the the timeline um, that I've heard are, you know, yeah, some of them are pretty good.
0: Yeah. I'd be interested. I mean, th- that's how they should continue this content movie, mm-hmm. like to do the, the crazy. Yeah. Lunas, um, yeah. That'd be good. And, and at, at that point, like you're, you're with Lu- Loomis with a mind control tattoo and his evil mind <laughs> control tattoo on his arm. Like you're, you're in complete comic like, book territory. Absolutely. E- easy oh, yeah. comics. Yeah, Absolutely. Like, definitely. Yeah, yeah. That's very that'd true. Be, that'd be good shit. Yeah. Um, the other workers of note we have here, uh, Donald Pleasance, just in memory of him, because it's one of his final film roles. Um, the movie is dedicated to him, and he was very faithful to the series in general. Um, yeah, he's, he I said think...
1: he said he would have kept making them as as many as they wanted him to make. He would have kept making them. I I love
0: that. Yeah. that's good. <laughs> yeah, shit. it's
1: cool as hell. <laughs> yeah, for I mean, for him, like he was you know he was already a pretty pretty established actor back in 1978 when they made the first one yeah Um, definitely you know accomplished stage and you know he was a he was a bond villain
2: um right
0: yeah blofeld that's right one of kind of actually related to how there are different michaels and different like fates Mm -hmm. with michael um blofeld uh he's infamous in the james bond mythos for like being killed off but then he'll mysteriously Mm -hmm, reappear in the next one Mm -hmm. Uh, kind, of, kind of Myers-ish. But yeah, of him. for
1: him, you know, for such an accomplished actor to be like, yeah, I love making these dog shit horror movies. <laughs> Especially the first <laughs> right. one, like this little, you know, this little indie movie that costs a quarter million dollars, like.
0: Yeah, no, it's 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 good shit. And then uh, we have Daniel Harris here under.
1: Yeah, yeah. So Daniel Harris is, is in, she's not in the, the Weinstein cut, but she is in the producer's cut in flashbacks. She played Jamie Lloyd in number four and number five. Um Okay. Yeah. She's like a little kid. Yeah, she's a kid. And basically, um, you know, the whole reason I wanted to uh, give her a shout out for this movie is uh, because it really highlights what a villain Harvey Weinstein is. Um, Oh, yeah. Basically, you know, she was in number four, number five as a little kid. Uh, She was, you know, dead set on reprising her role as Jamie Lloyd in this movie. Um, She was, I believe, 17 at the time. So she went through all the trouble to, like, emancipate herself so that they could, you know, shoot with her and still be in compliance with child labor laws. Um, You know, she went through all that trouble, spent thousands and thousands of dollars in legal fees. And then when they gave her the script, she was like, you know, they they killed her off in the first act. And, uh, you know, they didn't want to give her a lot of money because she was such a minor part. So she, you know, she walked on the roll after going, you know, Going through all this trouble, so you know the Weinstein's really lowballed her uh, when she you know she deserved deserved better as the original Jamie Lloyd. Yeah,
0: yeah,
2: definitely. yeah. That's that's um, a wild fucking story. <laughs> I mean, like yeah. you go through all the the trouble of like literally emancipating yourself to get around like child labor laws, and then uh, boom, and nah, I don't really want you. See you later. Have fun with your life.
1: But she she is in. It's funny. She was seventeen in nineteen ninety five and then she played a teenager in Rob Zombie's uh Halloween movie. Damn and she plays she plays Annie Brackett. She plays Annie, Brackett, yep. she plays Annie like twenty two years later. Oh my gosh.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: Does she have like I She mean, still looks age? like a teenager. No, she just looks good. I mean, yeah. <laughs> um, she yeah, I mean she, she's done well for herself since the first Halloween movie she was in. She went on to um she voiced Debbie Thornberry in the mm. Wild Thornberries. Oh, nice. She, I mean, she's she's a huge
1: yeah. hit. on like, you know, horror convention circuits and stuff.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. She's in a ton of stuff. She was in um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah, she was. Um,
1: was she one of the cult members?
0: I would Angel. assume. Yeah, yep, yeah. 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 She was then. Yeah. She
2: does look and like a she, child still. Holy yeah. shit.
0: Yeah. And she's in she's in a couple movies that came out this year. Uh, Stay home and Redwood Massacre Annihilations. Yeah, she, her whole. Damn. Her whole filmography here is just like tons and tons and tons of like horror movies and horror sequels and like mm. Yeah. She's no, uh, I mean good. she's
2: from Long Island. Shout out. <laughs> oh. She's from Nassau though, so I don't give a shit. <laughs> Nick. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. Oh. Oh. Listen, motherfucker. Our last Island. episode was all a bunch of fucking Massachusetts bullshit. And I had to listen to you and a man go on about oh Massachusetts, Sudbury, blah 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 blah. Ooh. As a
1: as a firm hater of the New yeah. England Patriots I have to <laughs> I have to agree with hey, you, Louis. Buddy, as Thank a firm you. hater of the New England Patriots, <laughs> I grew up there.
2: So. Well, we're, we're the we're representing New York here. New so, York,
1: I best know. state in the world.
2: Hey, a... I'm from Upsta- upstate. Upstate, Long Island. are
1: very different. I'm from six hours away from New York City, baby. <laughs> yes.
0: You're probably farther away from New York City than where I grew up. Honestly, <laughs> I've got yes. more. In-
1: Common with Toronto, Canada, the New York City. <laughs> hey,
3: That's
0: true. Um, I'll just round out the workers' note here. Just a couple uncredited people that we always want to uh, focus attention on: uh, Marie Raymer, uh, production assistant; George P. Wilbur, um, stunts. He played Michael. Uh, uh,
1: number four and number
0: five as well. Mm-hmm. Um, Jesse Mestas, um, commentary. <laughs> what is
2: the last name?
0: mestas mestas m-e-s-t-a-s amazing
2: jesse (laughs) mess mess
0: mess
2: (laughs) (laughs) no (laughs) sorry jesse
0: sorry jesse messed messy ass (laughs) uh but i I think this is a funny a funny role commentary (laughs) re-recordist uncredited uh, well yeah and, oh, and then a little name you might have known, you might have heard of before, uh, Christopher Nolan. Christopher Nolan. Set dresser. Set dresser. Um, <laughs> Ooh,
1: another, <laughs> uh, another one that I want Christopher Patrick Nolan. Yeah, not,
2: not the actual director, but Christopher Nolan.
1: <laughs> another one that I wanted to name drop, I guess technically he's not a worker of note because he didn't work on this movie, but another name you may have heard of is Do Quentin it. Tarantino. Uh, he was Never, rumored at no. one point to... Uh, you know be in talks to write the script for this movie oh really that's yeah hilarious yeah and it was you know yeah, his ideas are you know maybe even more insane than what we actually got
2: oh i he I, I, ba- I think he, I, I think
1: he had talked about turning it into like a a michael dr Wynn uh like road movie
2: <laughs> 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 some you know something that's like amazing that. oh my god i'm into it just into going it. around the
0: country killing people um oh uh Christopher Patrick Nolan, uh hot take, the good Christopher Nolan, um, <laughs> was in Rogue One a Star Wars story. He w- he played an Alderaanian Guard.
2: Ooh,
0: wow. This is why people cool. listen to Broke On. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but we always want to pay attention to the uncredited uh casting crew. Um just it's Yes. Why why is that? Why why do some crew members go uncredited? Is it just like like timing like too much time to list everybody or something or
2: i i have no idea it could even be like a, a union thing it, but yeah um yeah. like if it's a union production and those guys aren't in whatever you know um trade union uh you know for their craft
0: Good. damn unions yeah
2: i mean well you know.
1: anti-union podcast <laughs> <laughs> and Anti- <laughs> anti-union leftist podcast <laughs> we
2: like unions folks we love unions don't
1: we love our beautiful unions
2: <laughs> um but it, it, they get weird about things um I, I think more that's more like dga you know um uh and and, and like uh, sag and 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 the, you know the uh above the line um unions uh so directors screenwriters and and actors unions they get weird about credits but i i, I don't know um, the, the the whole business is insane. Um, the business of movie making, um, R.I.P. Uh, is uh <laughs> is, an ins- is just insanity.
0: That's true. Um, so closing closing recommendation thoughts here. Um, for our broke recommendation, uh, we'll go with uh, <laughs> nerds who need um a good example of why getting really hung up on continuity and like keeping canon like keeping it pristine and, and making sequels like connect and call back like that leave leave that shit for comic books um th- this movie's a good example of how getting too fetishistically focused on that can sink your movie i think but also um,
2: don't do that for comic books either because your brains are gonna fucking explode <laughs> if you try <laughs> to keep comic like books within John's
0: continuity Rhodes brain exploded <laughs> yes yes <laughs> Um, I, I think the strongest parts of this movie are, are when it tries to do its own thing. Um, it, it is a valiant attempt to to meld um, the weirdo shit from Halloween 3 with like the more mainstream popular stuff from the from the other ones. Um, and you know, reintroducing Tommy Doyle is like, oh, call back to the very first one and bringing all these minor characters in again, like Michael's original babysitter. Um, it it is a valiant attempt and the 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 script bible that was that was penned to like keep it all keep it all straight um i i, I respect the the effort to do so but um i i think it's telling that like even that level of devotion doesn't make a popular yeah move. it was, like, a, it was make a movie a...
1: written by a fan like a noted fan of the series yes
0: yes and um and despite that despite even that like this is what you get so like i don't know it's uh yeah that's, yeah that's I why mean, the
1: 2018 one is the the second best one because it just throws canon completely out the window and starts from you know 40 years yeah. after the events of the first film
2: yeah it is smart
0: and it even does what i think they should do with the zelda sequel the, the zelda series as you say like it just says oh they're all different myths and mm-hmm. legends leave it at that just say that every every zelda game is a different myth of the same the same story boom
2: yeah yeah so our woke recommendation is for uh fans of media with uh valsell uh heroes uh we have a valsell hero here uh tommy doyle yes. um if he, so uh, stay with me folks if you're a fan <laughs> of the books of uh Raymond Chandler, um if you're okay. a big fan of philip Marlowe um you will like these this movie in particular because uh, Tommy Doyle is our Philip Marlowe in this movie. <laughs> he is a detective, but not only is he a detective, he is a volcel detective. Uh, if anybody's ever read any of the uh, Chandler books, Philip Marlowe, women are throwing themselves at him, but he's always like, no, thank you. I don't do that. I don't, I don't <laughs> fuck. Um, now, here, no one is throwing themselves at Tommy Doyle. Um, but, Which, honestly, uh, I, I kind of like,
1: you know? Kind of yeah. like that. There's oh, no, it, no love yeah, interest. He should.
2: You know, love. He should not have a love interest by any means. Um, but if but he it, wanted it, to, he could fuck. Right. The, he could if he point wants point, to. But yeah. he definitely does not want right. to. There's. He also, has no room for it in his life. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's got guns. He's got you know, uh, Michael Myers obsession. He's got
0: Windows. Windows ninety five. <laughs> what else <laughs> do you um,
2: need? It is shocking. His
0: computer. <laughs> it is. It is genuinely shocking to me that that he doesn't. The movie doesn't try to have him and Carrie get together. Yeah, yeah. I mean, good, good. It's It's very smart choice, but but I for for a mid (laughs) yeah, like like just just for like a mid '90s horror movie for them not to be like it's like right there and they didn't. So like, good on them. Yeah, for sure.
1: Cool and yeah, for the Uh, uh, bespoke recommendation, uh, I'm going to say Q non freaks. Adrenochrome junkies. (laughs) (laughs) Basically anybody who's had their brain warped by online conspiracies. There's, you know, we get Tommy Doyle chasing a cult through an underground basement as they try to sacrifice children. And, you know, (laughs) uh, (laughs) basically foils their entire plot uh, just as, um, you know, the people who have infiltrated the deep state are doing. Right. Uh, Tommy is Q. Ooh. Hmm.
2: Where we that would go be one we go all, and uh, <laughs> we go all with Tommy Doyle. Yeah. <laughs>
0: uh, so yeah, that was um, Halloween six, uh, the Curse of Michael Myers, producer's cut. Um, and I'll do our plugs here really quick. Um, find us on Patreon, give us some money, uh, Patreon dot We are Pro underscore Con, no spaces. On Twitter, we are at ProletarianC um again no spaces facebook just search for proletarian contrarian you'll find it um and on instagram we're proletarian dot contrarian that is proletarian period contrarian no spaces um and on letterboxd you can find us but you can also find lucas's reviews he's very prolific there um it is Ufmadon. that is capital o-o-f capital m-a-d-o-n-n like from uh, the we will also link that Oof, marone. Yeah. Oof, Maron. <laughs> it is
1: not marone, as a lot of people seem to think. It is marone, as in Madonna, yep. as in the uh, mother of Jesus Christ.
0: Ooh, Hell we got it. Yeah. We got a the Catholic reference
1: in this episode, right uh, at the end. Good. Yes. yes.
0: Good. Um, the the perverse and uh, fish peep, fish people-addled uh, brains of Massachusetts do say marone. Ah, so interesting. I can see that.
2: Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. But not not I, in New York. Uh, we don't say that.
0: <laughs> yeah, my the dad's my dad's out of the family all of them all of them said it all the time um so i, I grew up with it as got so. gotcha but that makes sense um yeah go go follow us we i, I think we've never mentioned our letterbox before. we have never i know. did we not do know that one. you
1: had one until yeah today i am the champion of pro con guest spots and i didn't know <laughs> yeah i think it's like linked on i just SoundCloud. i just i just followed you on uh instagram like yesterday too oh
0: yesterday
2: yeah i saw that it might have even
0: been yeah. today
1: you
0: yeah. Uh, know <laughs> yeah, um but yeah follow us on all that stuff follow oh. lucas um, you'll find
2: us somehow on letterboxd i don't think i don't even know how we're listed i think we're pro underscore con there as well
0: we should throw that on the uh on the twitter and on the um yeah i'll throw it on, there. on the on the on the gram. Cool. But, yeah, uh, Lucas, thank you. You are officially the the reigning champ, yeah. reigning Procon guest champ. Feels uh, good. Always, always Feels good. good. I'm I, don't
1: glad. To, I don't have to <laughs> share the crown with Jose or Haley or anybody else. Yeah.
2: yeah. Has Jose done two episodes? I think they're coming for the crown, though. Yes, you he know? has.
0: <laughs> H- Jose did uh, Black Hawk Down. And um he did not we did also, not do Black
2: Hawk Down. We did behind enemy lines. Jesus
0: Christ. It's the same it's thing. It's, it's, a a it's, it's very it's different. the same. Thing. I mean it's around it's the same time, thing. yes, but
2: it's it's one is Africa and one is Eastern Europe. Come on.
0: It's the same thing. Um it's military propaganda. I'm well, sorry. yes, that's the true. They are they are definitely <laughs> both military. Concession propaganda, accepted. But, um, and then he did um escape to, escape to Victory recently. Yes. Yeah, that
2: was last month. Yeah, cuz last month was our first guest month of our. Yeah. Now over guest month is over unless I don't know oh, yeah, we yeah, don't actually out. have no idea what fuck we're doing, folks. But uh...
0: guest month the the continuity in the planning of guest month is it it mirrors that of the Halloween series. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's very it's true.
2: We're recounting. We're starting from one actually. After this, we we're not even going to hit hundred. We're just
0: going to say you know what, fuck <laughs> it, we're starting
2: episode one again. We're going to call this yes. Con Pro, uh, and we're we, we'll just figure it out
0: conservative propaganda con <laughs> pro. <laughs> and on that note we will sign off and we'll see you next time thank you again Lucas thank yes. you very and much Lucas. adios watch out for the boogeyman
2: ooh happy Sam Hain yes I know I pronounced it wrong bye <laughs>